Welcome to Unity of Tucson. Thank you. So that song has significance in my life now, it always has, and yet I disagree with one aspect of the song, and that's actually the title. We are not only a drop in the sea. As Rumi says, we are the entire ocean in a drop. So never think of ourselves as less than. We are not less than. We are the allness at the level of our own expression. And that's a magnificent thing. A magnificent thing. <sighs> so I'm going to talk a little bit about the song a little bit later and some of the lyrics of the song. But uh, I want to start off by... I don't, I am obsessed with this. I need to stop. I'm going to stand over here. I'm going to talk a little bit about my summer vacation. <laughs> so yes, I was in the Caribbean last week, as I mentioned before. I was, at the, I was in the Dominican Republic. My husband and I went to Punta Cana, and uh, we were there to celebrate, and I actually officiated my cousin's wedding. Uh, she and her now wife, she and her girlfriend, uh, got married last week, a week ago yesterday. It was a magnificent ceremony on the beach, loved it. Uh, my dad was there <laughs> with us, of course, because it's, she is her niece. She is, he is, you know what I'm trying to say, she is his niece, that's what I was trying to say. Um, and I love to swim. So going to tropical places and being able to swim in the ocean is one of my m most favorite things to do. I've gone to the Caribbean a number of times. Mostly I've been on cruise ships in the Caribbean, but I so prefer going to an island and having a beach experience and like not being relegated to looking at the ocean off the side of the deck of a boat, of a ship. Um, I prefer swimming in the sea, in the ocean, over swimming in a pool. There is something really powerful about being engaged in the energy of the ocean, feeling part of that energy, and recognizing if you're willing to be open to it that that energy is the same energy that is activating the life force within. I just love it. I just love it. Now, swimming in the ocean, I will say, it does have its fear of danger, its share of danger if you want to live in that place of fear. And in fact, we were told we probably shouldn't be swimming in the ocean because it was red flag warnings. You know, they're saying, oh, the currents are really too strong. And, you know, they had lifeguards out there. And let's face it, everybody was out there swimming in the ocean anyway. So why live in fear? Why live in fear? I chose not to live in fear, and I knew that I would be safe. So I went and I splashed around in the waves. It was wonderful. Yes. At our core, at our core, as I've mentioned several times already today, we are the infinite. We are the infinite. And I think we must take that to heart more and more and more. We are ultimately inseparable from the perception of wholeness when we truly understand and live in that third tenet that I carry with me. Remember who you are. Remember who you are. You are inseparable from the wholeness. I often say, if God is infinite, 
And that's what we teach. God is infinite. If God is infinite, if we are something, if we believe that we are something separate from God, then God is no longer infinite, it is finite, and we become finite. And that very construct in mind is the thing that leads to discord in our lives. When we align ourselves and know that we are part of this infinite wholeness, then we can be in that magnificent flow, and life begins to take care of itself to our highest good. We are absolutely inseparable from wholeness. So let us let go of any notion or any idea that we are somehow separate. It is this, this is the nature, this is how we awaken to our magnificence. This is how we awaken and evolve. Evolution, you know, I talk about spiritual evolution. Evolution is the awakening of the soul to the recognition of its unity with the whole. The whole point and purpose of spiritual evolution is to deepen in our understanding of being one wholeness, one unity. I speak of spiritual evolution as being a primary driver for me in my life. My whole desire to be in this path of ministry, because you know what? For 20 years, I, was, I had a pretty decent career as an actor and a singer in musical theater in Los Angeles and in New York. I was doing pretty well. But there was that moment where I said, you know what? There is that evolving nature within me that says something has to change. And this is what I want to do. This is, this is my calling. How many of you are in touch with your calling? Rhetorical question. Just check in with yourself. Are you in touch with your calling? Do you even know what your calling is? Do you know what your connectedness with wholeness is? And are you allowing that to flow freely, or are we putting up some kind of barrier to that in some way? The lyrics in the song, the ones when I, when I have spoken around this song, Drop in the Sea, oh, by the way, the song, do you know who Haley Mills is? I know many of you will know who Haley Mills is. This song was written by her son. Yeah, like people are like, what? Yeah. If you don't know who Haley Mills is, you can talk to me after the service and I'll explain to you the whole Disney world. <clears throat> the, the lyrics of the song that I usually talk about are these, questions unfolding like books in their pages. They just keep on turning for me. And I keep on asking why every question will somehow relate back to me. That's oftentimes the lyrics that I talk about. It's about stepping into living the question. It's allowing ourselves to say, I am open to questioning everything I think I know. And from that question, living in the question and allowing ourselves to be open to what shows up, that's a great spiritual practice. And always those questions refer back to that which is inherent within. Every question relates back to me. Every question relates back to you. When we find that the answer to every question is within, life gets easier. But there are some other lyrics that I often gloss over, and I want to talk a little bit about them today. In the second verse, he wrote, directions revolving directions revolving. These questions I'm solving, but nobody hears what I say. So frustrating, right? 
Nobody hears what I say. It's like, I have an answer. Note that I didn't say, I have the answer. (laughs) I have an answer. And if you're willing, if we are each and every one of us willing to find that answer within ourselves, I may be a reflection of what is happening within your heart. For I know that you are a reflection of what is happening within my heart. You know how I know that? You exist in my life. You are here. And we are all reflections of one another. How grateful I am for that. But you ever find yourself going, oh, nobody hears what I say. The lyric continues, my answer is unspoken of sweetest emotion. Believe how it feels today. Just believe how it feels today. Let go of the past. Let go of what you think is going to unfold in the future and believe in what you feel right here in this moment, what is happening for you. For this is it. This is the moment. We dredge those things from the past and we carry them with us and they can weigh us down. The minute you let go and believe how you feel in this moment without any of that, we find ourselves living in the flow. In our search for understanding, in our search for understanding, are we forgetting that this is the moment? This is it. Even what I spoke five minutes ago is now in the past, and you can either choose to carry it with you or let it go. You can anticipate what I may say five minutes from now, and at that point, you can choose to either accept it or let it go. You are at choice. You're always at choice to be in the flow, but gosh, we resist it, don't we? I know I've spent much of my life until 10 years ago yesterday (laughs) resisting the flow. So, let's go back to the beach for a moment. I was on the beach with my cousin and her wife and my husband, and it was the four of us. A lot of the wedding party had dissipated, and this was uh, Tuesday. And, you know, we're out there, we're lounging on the nice lounges that they have. You know, the resorts all have these nice lounges and, and, you know, umbrellas and everything that you can enjoy. And I said, we've got to go get in the ocean. And my cousin said, oh, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not really comfortable. It makes me really nervous. I said, trust me, just trust me. You're going to be just fine. And so we ventured ourselves into the water. We're in the water and floating around. And, and my cousin is holding back. You know, when the breakers happen, it's actually pretty rough up there, right? If you actually get further in, it's not quite as rough. And so I'm trying to convince her to come in. Now, the thing you have to know about my cousin is she's about that tall. <laughs> so where I can go out there and stand easily beyond the breakers, <laughs> she has a little bit of a more, has a bit more of a challenge. She has to, you know, tread water a little bit more. She even said to me, it must be really nice for you to be able to stand out there. Okay, I get it. But I heard myself giving her advice in terms of how to be with the flow of the waves. I said, here's the thing. You can either stand in resistance and have them knock you over, or you can ride in or dive in. 
and be with the energy of the ocean. You can either ride in, body surfing, love that. You can either ride in or you can dive in. I said, but you have to be active in one direction or the other. You can't try to just remain still because if you try to remain still, you're gonna get knocked over. So what a great metaphor, what a great lesson to remind myself of in that moment, to say, I need to just be with the flow and the energy. Give up the resistance. So if you ever go to the ocean and you're in the waves, remember, as those swells come up, if they start to break, especially the really big ones, dive in and you'll be just fine. Or start to, I don't, I, they're all coming from you. So clearly you are the ocean and they're all coming from you and I'm riding that wave in. Ride in or dive in, resistance will always give you trouble. Resistance is an inability to accept what is. If you're in that and you're trying to hold yourself, you're not going with what is. You're not going with what is. It's stubborn adherence to something. It is inaction or a, a belief that we can ever be in, in action and believe that everything that comes forth at us with energy is going to be a challenge. Let's let go of that today. In what ways, this is another rhetorical question, in what ways might we collectively be experiencing resistance? Just in life, not just in the ocean, but in our life. In what ways might we collectively be experiencing resistance? I see so much resistance all around me. And in observing that resistance, I have to step back and go, that resistance is born of one thing, a belief in separation, a belief that I am not part of this infinite energy, this wholeness, this wave. Resistance is born of a belief that there is something other, something else, and there isn't. There is only the energy of the wave, like being in the surf. When we resist, we exhaust ourselves. You ever find yourself exhausted from resistance? <sighs> I'm back in my home. Some of you may recall a few weeks ago, I said I was living out of a hotel because we had an issue in our home. And it made our home unlivable for a period while we've had construction happening. I'm back in our, we're back in our home now. And um, one of the things that has happened is having to deal with vendors and contractors. <laughs> you all laugh because you all know the story I'm probably about to tell. <laughs> Here's the thing. If we are not in resistance, then everything flows smoothly. But there's aspects of this experience where I have been in resistance to what has been happening in my home, and it's that in the moment. I'm going, oh, I cannot get through and make it happen. It was actually good for me to be out of the country last week because a lot of stuff happened while we were away and we just checked in via text message every once in a while and said, is everything going fine? Everything's going fine? Okay. 
let go of the resistance. And you know what? We came back to a home we could actually live in again. It's not, it's not complete, but letting go of the resistance has allowed us to be in the flow so it was available to us to move back into our home. Again, this message is all around. It keeps coming up. So clearly there's something in it for me to learn, which is the secret to ministry, I always tell people. Whatever you're preaching from the stage is whatever you probably need to learn. So, so here's the question that I come up with. Am I going to ride in or dive in? Both work. Or am I going to be in resistance? Today I choose to dive in. I choose to dive in. Because when I dive into that energy, I'm always, always in the flow. In either case, wherever we're choosing to be, we are in the flow. We get to be in the flow with what is. That's the spiritual lesson. This works in the material world. Letting go of resistance works in the material world just as well as it works in the world of mind, the conscious world. Charles Fillmore said, when mind is adjusted to the divine law, all the vital forces flow harmoniously, providing protection from discord. When mind, and it's up to us to address what's happening in our mind, when mind is adjusted to the divine law, all the vital forces flow harmoniously, providing protection from discord. One of the tenets of our teaching, of the New Thought teaching, is that we can find ourselves in a place free of all discord. But it takes the mind to do that. We have to decide to do that. Discord only arises in that sense of separation, and it dissipates when we are in the flow and the wave of life. The ultimate flow is writing or diving into consciousness the domain of potentiality is our consciousness, a higher consciousness in which we are all one. Infinite potentiality is not something derived from out there. It is that which is discovered from within right here. It is unleashed by being in the flow. It is not unleashed power. It is belief. It is faith. There's a story in scripture that seems a bit relevant to me today, and that is in Matthew 14, chapter 14, verses 23 through 33, and I'm gonna read it all. This is immediately after the miracle of the loaves and the fishes. Immediately after that, Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go on ahead of him to the other side while he dismissed the crowd. After he had dismissed them, he went up on a mountainside by himself to pray. Later that night, he was there alone, and the boat was already a considerable distance from the land, buffeted by the waves because the wind was against it. Shortly before dawn, Jesus went out to them, walking on the lake. When the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they said, and cried out in fear. But Jesus immediately said to them, take courage, it is I. Don't be afraid. If it's you, Peter replied, tell me to come to you on the water. Come, he said. Then Peter got down 
out of the boat, walked on the water, and came toward Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid and beginning to sink, cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately, Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. You of little faith, he said, why did you doubt? That's the lesson. The moment we go into fear is the moment we begin to sink. If we are in faith, we can rise above all circumstance. We can allow ourselves to be the one who can walk on water. It's a call to each and every one of us to release doubt and fear, to release resistance, to be in the flow, to either ride in or dive in or perhaps walk on water. That's what it's all about. Release the fear, find the faith. Are you ready to be in the flow? Yes? You ready? All righty then. Be in the flow. You are magnificent. Peace and blessings to you. The homework this week <clears throat> boils down to this. Feel the fear and do it anyway. Reflect on something. I want you to find something this week that uh, you can reflect on that has elicited fear in you in some way. It could be something that has been long-standing in your life, or it may be something that has recently, recently come up for you. It may be something that you perceive as a great fear, or it may be perceived as a small fear. Find within yourself the place to either ride in or dive into that fear. Feel the fear and do it anyway. That's the message and that's the homework this week. Hi, this is Reverend Jonathan Zenz, and I want to thank you for listening to the podcast of my Sunday message. Your financial support will ensure that we can continue to offer this as an option for inspiration. You can make your tax-deductible contribution in any amount on our website, unitytucson.com. Once again, thank you for listening. You are magnificent. Namaste.